Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Like a Day's Cool podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we have Ben. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly? A little bit of the bubbly. He did it all for the bubbly. We have Vinny. Several moments of this... Uh, fuck. Let me try that again. <laughs> Several moments of this fuck? I thought this was a podcast. So- Several moments of this podcast will contain volume that is extremely loud. You have been warned. Why is that? Because I'm going to scream about Xenoblade again. That's fine. Time to to zone out already. God damn it, Vinny. (laughs) And you know, speaking of screaming, we have Patrick. Yeah. (laughs) Thrilled to be here, I can see. (laughs) Yeah. I think he's the most excited out of any of us. (laughs) so first off we got a lot of shit today um primarily there was a nintendo direct that took place today september 4th all right or specifically september ford um as i you know very cleanly put it in our uh, our doc fusion f-150 yeah so there's there's some good i'm asking you which model of ford today is Oh, today's Ford is sponsored to you by the Ford Taurus Show. Ford sucks. Old Ford doesn't, new Ford does. All Ford sucks. I hate when people say that because they're just Chevy fags. Chevy sucks too. But but people like Chevy more And you have Ford. an Impala, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I didn't pick it. I got it for free, so I can't complain. <clears throat> cars are just Japanese fucking shit cars. in general. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. A good Toyota's great. Nissan's great. Honda's great. Those are all great. Very reliable vehicles. And trucks. Nissan pickup trucks are really good. Why are we talking about trucks? We're supposed to be talking about video games. I don't know. But, yeah. We got lots of good shit to talk about. Um, Some unexpected things. Sands is in Smash Brothers. Next topic. (laughs) Fucking wait for weekend. (laughs) Son of a bitch. We haven't even gotten there yet. You've both already spoiled the whole damn thing. (laughs) It's okay. By the time this goes up, everybody should watch the direct already. If not, then yeah, I mean, by the time this goes up, everybody should know the whole deal. What if we had old people listening to our podcast? None of our fans. Then they are don't care about age. games. What if they just like listening to us and hear us argue and be stupid? Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't care about what games. I we're think talking that's why my dad then. stopped listening. <laughs> but, oh, he stopped but listening. Half of them don't even know what a video game know. is. He's not talked to me about it in a long time. <laughs> and before he's listened to every single episode so far, still Coming one of our biggest fans. I don't believe that. Don't slander me again. <laughs> you don't let them talk he doesn't about even talk me like in your that. podcast. What do, you want? what do you want? We should put them on the guest list. No. Uh, no. I I don't think I would want to introduce your father to this group of friends. <laughs> I don't think that would go over very well in the environment in which we normally speak. Um, Maybe no. at a fine, high-class sandwich restaurant like Potbelly. Oh fuck yeah! Let's talk about sandwiches. The fuck is Potbelly? <laughs> it's a sandwich place. We all know he loves Fucking a good sandwich. Where? I I don't know. I just see them around here all the time. Wait, just called Potbelly. I've never been there. I never care, but it says Potbelly sandwiches. Well, I can tell you who they're advertising to. <laughs> you? No. <sighs> Do you want the Potbelly? I want the pot. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Vinny wants the pot. 
No. If any of you had one, I'd punch you all right in. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing about what you said, Jordan. I found something a long time ago that... Oh, damn it. I thought I made Patrick laugh for once. Well, technically you did. You'll never not make this, him laugh. It's not present you. It's, it's past you. Oh, past me. What did I say? What did you find that I said? I'm scared. Is it in the... Po- is it in the... the... I that I love sandwiches. <laughs> You found the clip on fucking Snapchat. <laughs> I'm so glad that still exists. That's where that meme originated. That's where the meme originated about fucking the sandwiches. May 26, 2017. Man, that is such I'm an old meme. I'm very confused. No, I don't ask you why I still have the same okay. what I do. All right. So a long, long time ago, for some <laughs> reason, Jordan came up with a joke that... Ben's dad has a long lineage of sandwich makers. Yeah. <laughs> and now, he, he's been passing it down Bryant generation to Bryant generation. To this day, I'm still trying to figure out where the fuck he even came up with this. <laughs> so for context, maybe maybe it'll help with that. I was waiting um, late at night for... I, I, took, I took Renee to get a damn x-ray or something. And it took like two hours because he couldn't fit in the machine, quite literally. Oh my god, that's so... So I I was waiting outside. Uh, I didn't want to wait in there because I didn't have uh, any data connection there, Wi-Fi. So I was waiting outside, and I just kept sending these these Snapchat audio clips of, of just ad-libbing a story about Ben's dad being from a long lineage of sandwich makers. Why? And and the first one he made was a a ham and cheese. And it just I mean it, that's pretty standard. Yeah. But it just it was a whole fucking gag thing, and it was, it was it's just been a meme ever since that, that his dad likes sandwiches, like very much so, like sandwiches, like it's a tradition. Okay. And Ben has yet to learn how to make proper sandwiches. Of course. I gotta say something real quick. First <laughs> mm-hmm. of all, he's right. I I never make sandwiches. Second of all, that's women's work. I can never <laughs> hear the word gag and not think of a specific incident Jordan and I were once involved in. I don't think I want to hear about this, so you know, let us ben, move on. Phrasing it like that, you know what that sounds like, right? It sounds gay. It sounds uh, very too in Dallas. That was not the situation. I don't believe you. It, no, Patrick, you remember Bryson, right? Gross. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God, yeah. Remember right. that? Yep. Oh, my yep. God. That I was... remember that. <laughs> yeah, was so... uh, uh, I noped oof. it. You want to tell that story, Jordan? <laughs> I don't think um, he wants to, to. To short to give it a short story, we were on disc or Skype back then. Um she just got through telling Ben how she would fuck him for a McChicken. And uh then she, she started pulling out sex toys and she pulled out a ball gag and then Ben and I just very delicately noped the fuck out and left. And then she freaked <laughs> out because she found her, her dildo was missing all the batteries and her roommate stole the batteries from her dildo, which she thought her roommate didn't know about. <laughs> but her roommate stole her dad batteries from her dildo. Fun fact: everyone knows. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that yeah. was that was. Um... She also sent me uh, nudes, uh, uh, nasty ones. Um, they were gross. You, yeah. the, the, hey, Which, before you look, even see your back door, he said he said yes. She's like, you want to see a nude? He's just said yes. Yeah, because so I I was under the impression it was just gonna be tit pics, you know, and that was what it was in the beginning. And and then she just kept on motherfucking going. <laughs> look, man. I look, was expecting oh just a tit. No. You know what I'm saying? Just some just some tit. Some fine tit. If you had waited to say that until today, her sending them to you would have been illegal. Wait you a minute, see what? the new law in Texas? No. 
It is what? illegal to send unsolicited pictures such as those. Well, shit. That's good to know, I guess. That's a good law. There were other laws that were passed. We'll have to look into those. One of them was a really dumb gun law, apparently. Good. We need more gun laws. No carrying purple powdered guns on you. Oh, no, 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 no. It was to... It was pro... Pro... Oh, damn it. Pro damn gun. it, Texas. <laughs> did you expect anything I mean, different? Did you expect anything different? No. So you don't get to be upset. I do. He can be. Alright, well... Remember we're supposed to talk banter. about Nintendo? Do what? Remember we're supposed to talk about Nintendo? Yeah, that, that's that's what I was just getting to. I think it's time, it's time for us to cut the banter and jump into the topics. So Retro Studios is now hiring several, hiring for several uh, positions. Um, and for those of you who may not know, Retro Studios is the main developer behind Metroid, the original Metroid Prime trilogy, as well as Donkey Kong Country Returns, and I think the subsequent Donkey Kong Country Return games after that. Um, so they're obviously a you know, they very good. They worked on Mario Kart Seven. Do what? Oh yeah, they helped with Mario Kart Seven. Uh, didn't they help with Mario Kart Eight as well? Uh, I don't know. It's I not listed here, so I have no idea. They they've helped with a bunch of shit. They're they're owned by Nintendo. They're a very very competent uh, development group uh, company. Now, since they developed the Metroid Prime trilogy, um, a good majority of the team left Retro Studios and went on to join the company that. Um, made the ReCore game, which I forgot the name of that company. Let me check real quick here. Uh, Armature. They went and joined Armature, and they you know helped develop ReCore. And that game was very subpar, but I could definitely, when I tried to play it, it felt very Metroid Prime, and it was nice. The gameplay was great, but the, the story and progression of the game was awful, so it's like it suffered from that. But the gameplay was nice, and it felt very Metroid Prime in a sense. You could feel aspects were carried over. <coughs> ideas were carried over with them but anyways that's besides the point um retro studios is hiring for several positions and those positions include an art director a lead cinematics artist lead graphics engineer senior material artist senior designer environment designer director of development lead engineer and it manager and all of this uh, seems to indicate that they are finally starting the development process of Metroid Prime 4 after uh, presumably finishing up their other projects or nearing finishing them. So, yeah, we're, we're finally, hopefully, on the way to Metroid Prime 4 being a thing in a couple few years. That sounds freaking great. <laughs> yeah. And another uh, thing to note is, thankfully, around half of the team from Metroid Prime 3 is still working uh, for Retro Studios. So there's still... Some of the original team are still there, and that means some of the core ideas and mechanics, you know, all, all type of stuff should, you know, remain roughly the same, which I'm not expecting Prime 4 to be exactly like the rest of them. You know, I don't think that's going to be possible, really, with how much the team left. Yeah. But, I'm you know, I'm expecting it to just, you know, feel like it's still a Metroid Prime game. You know. I mean, as long as it feels right, then 
who worked on it, it's, it, I hate to say it, but it kind of takes a back seat as long as it feels like it's part of the series. Yeah, unlike, you know, Metroid Prime Federation Force. <laughs> Which you still have to play. I do. I don't want to, but I do. You still have to do it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, as long as it feels like it, it's fine. I mean, I, I'm i sure this is definitely... I, I'm much, much, much happier with Retro Studios having taken it over when we talked about it a long time ago, like last year, um, about... Retro Studios taking over development instead of Bandai Namco. I'm I'm, I'm right. sure Bandai Namco would have ruined it. I just well, considering they, they had the issues, bad enough that Nintendo said yeah no and pulled I mean, they, it away I guess from they them. did ruin it, huh? Because Nintendo looked at it and said fuck this shit and brought it back to retro. Yeah, which they should have done in the first place. I mean, Bandai Namco wasn't bad necessarily. They they know they're doing a the shit, but. They make Why some pretty you... good games. It's just they didn't do Metroid Prime right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like an example, I guess, of the same situation or similar situation is like uh, with the Spyro games. You know, the original trilogy being developed by uh, what's her name? Um, Insomniac Games. Yeah, Insomniac. And then, you know, the next set of games releases and it's developed by the other company that I don't remember as well. Was it Activision? <laughs> it, I think it was Activision. Activision, wasn't it, Patrick? What, the newer or the ones yeah, after the Yeah, the, the one trilogy? after the trilogy, yeah. The uh, shitty one. Let me, let me check. It was like Activision I believe or Universal uh, made two of the handheld Activision ones. Activision has one, the license. Was... You're talking Spyro, right? Right. They have the license, but Spyro 4... Um, was Check Six Studios and Equinox Digital Entertainment, and was published by Universal. That's probably okay. Where I got you. Because Universal, Universal there was a weird thing with the Spyro licensing or something like that, where it's like the first three games were published by Sony, but it wasn't Sony IP. Okay. It was owned Weird by situation. Universal. Okay. Unless Universal used to be owned by Sony or something. Well, regardless, that, that same kind of situation where, you know, the original trilogy of games were good, and then the fourth game comes out, and it was complete trash. Different developer just dropped it into someone else's lap that was incompetent for the specific game. Um, Yeah. <clears throat> So that this being the case where Retro Studios is taking care of it, you know, is obviously good. But I just I'm I'm looking forward to finally hopefully like next year maybe hearing something about it. If not the year after, you know, some news about it. What I really want is Metroid Prime trilogy on a Switch, which is never gonna happen, apparently. <laughs> it's just 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 the salt, you know. I'm just gonna let that salt sit there. It's gonna be there until it actual till either the trilogy or four comes out. I'm sure. Not even not even when an announcement for the release date, just when one or both of them come out. <laughs> and if four and if four turns out to be crappy, then you're just fucked. I don't think it will. I think I think they'll take care of it fine. Hopefully. I mean, I, <laughs> I have a feeling it might be something uh uh, don't don't take this the wrong way. You know, hear me out first. But I think it could be something akin to something like Metroid Other M, in terms of, you know, different style of gameplay ish, 
but still the general ballpark. Um, that would probably be fine. But, but feel the gameplay feels you know is definitely Metroid, uh, 3D Metroid more so. Feels like that still. Which I still need now, to I, play. I don't think they're going to depart very far from the you know the the template that trilogy is set, but or that the Prime trilogy is set. But I'm sure there's going to be some major changes, and I I look forward to them. I look forward to new abilities. I look forward to brand new shit that we weren't able to do. You know, with the previous games of technology, I'm sure there's some awesome ideas that they have that they can implement. Oh, I'm I can't sure. wait for the fucking graphics, the environments. <laughs> um, I I just oh man, that would be great. Maybe they'll maybe they'll actually bring Kraid back like they were wanting to forever. Now that would be good to see. But yeah. I just find that interesting. They're finally hiring for some people, and that means that could be the development starting. They're going in full force. Hopefully so. Moving on. Ben, what you got for us? So the next Yakuza game uh, had its title announced, and a lot of uh, gameplay and story elements revealed over the past week. Um, so it's got two titles. In Japan, it is Yakuza 7, Whereabouts of Light and Darkness. Uh, and over here it got titled Yakuza Like a Dragon, um, which for those of you that um, don't know, uh, Like a Dragon is the actual Japanese name of Yakuza over in Japan. Uh, so they just kind of pulled a Resident Evil 7 um, on this. Um, we already knew there was going to be a new protagonist uh, just because of how Yakuza 6 left off. Um and because they said they wanted to move away from, from Kiryu. So uh, Ichiban Kasuga is uh, the, uh, the new protagonist for this one. He's been in prison for 18 years. Uh, comes back to Kamarocho to find the Tojo clan has been forced out by police and the Omi Alliance. Um, the battle system is completely different. It's a live command-based system, which combines the series' signature action, which has always been like a beat-em-up style of gameplay, um, with... Uh, you know, kind of like a turn-based RPG command style system. Uh, and it's got a completely new setting. Uh, they're going from Kamarocho to Yokohama, which I think is the first time they're actually using a real Japanese city um, outside of just side locations in other games. Uh, because, like, Kamarocho's based off a real city, but it's not an actual city not actual in Japan. Um, yeah, this all just looks, it, it, you know, it looks for, I know a lot of people are like kind of shitting on it right now, but for me, it, it looks and feels fresh, which I feel like at some point the Yakuza series was going to need to do. It just can't be the same game like over and over and over again. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how the new battle system like actually plays, actually feels, um, so, like, I'm super excited to, like, actually, like, get hands-on with it at some point, which I'm going to. It's Yakuza. Fuck it. Getting well, it on release. Um, and, and not only that, but, like, going to a new area of Kamarocho, or uh, not a new area of Kamarocho, but a completely new area, uh, except for Kamarocho, um, you know, that, that, that concept just feels nice. Again, obviously, like, there were, like, times in past games where, like, you would go to other cities, um other areas of japan but to have the entire game just set in a completely new city you know get, you know getting away from the the busyness of, of kamarocho and stuff like that sounds you know it sounds intriguing sounds fun 
that and I'm just excited to see like what like a new chapter in the mainline Yakuza series is really going to be like without you know without Kiryu or any of the other like mainline staples of the past games I hope they have a demo for this like they did with the other like last two so I can see how the hell that gameplay works because I because I know it's the things we saw were in Japanese and it's an RPG sort of thing and just need to see how that thing would work out or not how the level ups would work how getting skills and all this other stuff would work out so I'm very interested in see how that's gonna play out and to see this like new area and how the story advances without our main characters which <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit weird to get the change drastically into those characters but I'll have to adapt sooner or later like getting back in those goddamn series and finishing it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, if you've played Judgment, it's not going to be super hard, I think, to adapt to a new cast. Like, I mean, like, it's just like any other series that'll... Like, I feel like it'll just be like any other series that eventually, like, changes their cast. Or, you know, even if it's a series that just changes their cast every other game. Like, you just kind of... After a couple hours, you just get used to it. And, like, seeing these characters... Or different characters... um, In a familiar setting. True. Because what this game said it's coming out in like twenty twenty was it, I think. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year. So I mean, I need to like get back, which would be perfect timing to finish Kiwami too. Even though I already technically played the second one on the PS2 originally, finish that and then get the newly released, uh, about to be released reprint of Yakuza three, four, and five on PlayStation Four. So that'd be much easier to play. And hook it up my PlayStation 3 all over again. Trying to play those. That and Yakuza 3. Like, they're going to be better localizations with, you know, nothing cut out as far as I'm aware. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be a total complete package. I could just breeze through and try going through that as best as I can. So I can be cop with all the stories, hopefully. Yeah. Seven titles down. It's a long oh, series. there's more than seven titles. I know, but I mean, just seven main titles down. Yeah, I still gotta, yeah. still gotta buy Dead Souls. <laughs> yeah, so I can play through that. Just see how it is. How many games are there in the series? Let me, let me, let me, let me see. Uh, there's probably quite a bit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Wow. I, I didn't know that lot. there was an online version of the game. Yeah, right. that doesn't surprise me. I'd rather play through like, the main story ones. That'd be a lot better. Oh, it's not a, like an MMO. It's like a turn-based thing. And the fucking main character of that is the Yakuza 7 protagonist. Oh, so people that played that already know about this boy. And as far as characterization, yeah. I mean, they had already announced who was going to be the main character a couple months ago, I think. Look, the only thing they need to do is they need to port over um, the PSP game and the Samurai ones. Yeah, that would be interesting if they did something like that. Yeah, yeah, that that's all I want. Yeah, I just want more Yakuza games. Well, you want too much, greedy little bastard. <laughs> no. No. Well, then, moving on. Vinny? You're, oh, uh... Transition.
Don't skip class. Don't fall asleep. Better be a great student when Reginator is your lecturer. Yes. <laughs> so, if you fall asleep, he'll kick your ass and take your name. <laughs> so, it's been about six months after he stepped down as president of Nintendo of America, but Reggie has now decided to go back to the school he graduated from back in 83 and take up a position called leader in residence. I'm not 100% sure what that means, but he is now lecturing at Cornell. And that is actually really cool. I did not go over to that college and apply for that class. (laughs) Yes, do it. You're in New York. You can do that. That's four hours away. New York ain't that big. That's four hours away, Jordan. How is New York that big? New York is that big, Jordan. It takes me four hours to get from here to Dallas. New York is bigger than you think, Jordan. Wow. And there goes Ben looking it up. It's going to teach students in a leadership class of all things. Actually, you know what? I looked up Cornell in general. I didn't even look up the specific school. No, it's four hours. It, that's a four-hour drive. Oof. It's a 232-mile drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oof. It's literally all the way across the state. Pretty much, yeah. Not only that, but you have to cut through Pennsylvania and I think Virginia, or not Virginia, New Jersey. Probably. So anyway, if you're missing your regular dose of Reggie goodness, he uh, he's giving his first talk on October 21st, and that specific lecture, I don't know, I'm assuming it's just that one, but that specific lecture is open to the public. So if you're in New York around that time, definitely drop by. If, you if you're in New York by. and you're nearby. <laughs> if you're oh. nearby, you should drop by. Yeah, <laughs> go drop by. You're in the same state, so you count. I am not close enough. I have to leave the you state and do... come back. Oh, that's fine. You can do that and get away from your awful sister. I'm not even driving yet. Well, learn how to drive, you fuck. Steal your parents' car. Yeah. Got to New York, the northern part of New York. I can drive. I just don't have my license. Then steal your parents' car and drive up there without a license. Just don't get pulled over. Go get your fucking driver's license and drive your fucking scooter. (laughs) I can't even go on the highway. And then, Ben, go get your driver's license so you can drive your fucking Lexus. Yeah, it's the plan. December. All right. Remember, it's my birthday present from you to me. (laughs) Yeah, to give me that Alexa. We'll trade cars since Ben is uh, right now. Uh, sure. Yeah, man. Let's do that. <laughs> Good grief. Or your present to me can be you getting a driver's license. Do it. I'm not going to get you shit. The more people that have a driver's license, the better, because that means Jordan doesn't have to drive you guys everywhere for Retropalooza. Oh, no. I'm not driving in Texas. <laughs> Patrick and I are never here. driving in Texas. You want to know yeah. why we're not driving in Texas? Because we drive with smart people. In Texas, you drive with absolute fucking idiots. You drive with people that don't know what the hell a turn signal is and people that <laughs> speed at a thousand miles per fucking hour because they are so concerned that they won't be able to get to their destination on time. Try coming to New York. It's probably just as bad, Vinny. In a different way, probably just as bad. Like, Houston's <laughs> traffic is very well-renowned for being bad. The only like, reason... scary. There aren't more... as The only reason accidents are so few and far between, although there are still a lot, is because of how low they keep the speed limit here. Yeah, you know why else are... I won't drive in Texas? Why? Huh. 
Fucking toll roads. You That's can a avoid scam. Them. That's a I bullshit. Avoid them. I don't, well, I I always don't avoid care. Them. It's all a scam. It's bullshit. I will not support Texas roads. That's fine. I understand. That's I mean, everybody complains about the toll roads. I just wanted to talk shit about toll roads. What, Patrick? That's why I only drive to car rentals places and back. Yeah, whenever we pick up the rental car, Patrick drives my car and follows me, you know, back home from the rental car place. That's about it. And that's us taking back roads to avoid, you know, major roads and shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Driving in, in Houston is pretty, uh, pretty fun. So, so the answer is don't drive anywhere. Yeah. Also, <laughs> though, when, when I do the rental car thing, I'm the only driver that's listed, so no one else can legally drive it. If they get pulled over, right. I get in trouble because they're driving the car that I'm renting. If it's your if it's your actual car, you can pull over with them, and say. Oh, I mean, if it's my car, it don't matter. I'm not. I'm not even insured on my car. My car itself was insured under my dad. <laughs> I'm not a listed driver, but that doesn't make it illegal. What it does is it just makes it to where, if I get an accident, I'm not covered for any health shit. Okay. That's that's all that means, and on um, my car's insurance. But with the rental car, it's different. Like, I am the designated driver for that car. And if anyone else is dra- caught driving it, they get in trouble, basically. Or I get in trouble. Okay. That's why they explained it to me. But yeah, so driving around means Vinny should be not driving to Reggie because he can't. <laughs> Reggie's classes. I can guarantee there's probably some people just want to take that class just because Reggie. Oh, I guarantee you, like, 80% of, yeah. of them are going to be there for Reggie. I mean... Let's lower that down to 50. I was going to say 50. I'm sure at least yeah. 50% of them are already going to take that class okay. anyway. Actually, maybe the first lecture. All right. Maybe the first lecture, a lot of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That first lecture that but is open class. to the public? Yeah, that will probably have a lot of people just, be there for just for Reggie. Well, that's different yeah. because it's open to the public. If you're talking people that are going to be there in general for the class, though. No, I was talking just the lecture because that's what I thought we were talking about. Anyway. Glad he's doing some stuff that he's going to enjoy in his uh, retirement years. Speaking of retirement, Walmart's retiring. They're right to sell. I mean, nothing. The fuck? I mean, you go from no transition to a shitty one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's unpredictable, right? We got to keep the we got to keep the listeners on their toes. You know what I'm saying? They got to they got to be alert. They don't know what to expect. All right, Patrick, you going to shave my butthole with that? <laughs> Can I pause for that, two that seconds? Was, that, was, that wasn't a razor. Yes, that was. was the sound of a gun that Walmart will no longer be selling ammo for. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a gun that went buzz. <laughs> you doing, GTA. That's a, that's a weird fucking turd. I'll show you a turd. I bet you would. <laughs> I'll show you my turd. I'm just uh, not flushing I hate down this. again. Look, just talk about our turds. No. <laughs> just talk about Walmart not selling guns. Uh, fucking... So I took a poop earlier today. Oh, yes, turds! <laughs> talk about that <laughs> instead. Didn't say the word right that time. Talk turdy to me. And when he, when he says about talking turdies, he's got a <laughs> big old fucking nasty brown log right in that mouth of his. Oh, no. No. Uh, (laughs) That was worth it to hear Patrick say, talking turdy. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm done. Um, go ahead, Patrick. In, in, uh, go ahead. So Walmart's finally decided to man up and uh, be smart and stop selling handgun and short barrel rifle ammunition. And uh, customers are, and they're telling customers not to come in with uh, openly open fire carry firearms and shit like that. Even if the state allows it, which I think is good because you don't fucking need a gun to go to Walmart and get groceries. People in the news, someone's like gonna get shot at Walmart. They see, see, you got your guns, it's unhappy, but you block it because Walmart's bad. Dude, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, Francis took over. Hey, Francis took over. I'm just saying that's how a lot of that's how some pro guns people are because they're fucking stupid and ignorant. Yes. Well, well, if it was me, I would shot that guy. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah, I would. With my gun, you know, I'll take it. Because some gun pro guns probably like, oh, just give everybody a gun. They'll be fine. There'll be no violence. So I'm glad that Walmart's actually uh, doing a smart thing, even though they've kind of fucked up with the gaming thing. But at least they're not selling a handgun ammo, so or short barrel yeah. rifle ammo, which is good because you don't fucking. It's a step need... in the right direction. Yeah, step in the right direction, limiting it because you don't fucking need like shit like that just out in the open, just all willy nilly free to get that. Some fucking kid can just get a bunch of ammo because uh who what's gonna stop uh, somebody going to like however many different walmarts are in your area just get a bunch of bullets because they're yeah. not gonna check every single walmart because by the time they check it'll be the end of the day and it's like oh you could have shot people already so that that that's not it's definitely a good thing that they're not uh yeah doing that shit anymore and they're also going to stop or ask people not to carry open guns, even if it's a law. They're just going to ask, you know, like, we request that you don't carry your gun. Yeah, so because you those people don't fucking need their guns when they're going around picking up groceries. Yeah. It's like it's Which, stupid. It seems that they're not the first to uh, the first to do that as well. Apparently, Walmart, Kroger and other companies like Starbucks, Target and Wendy's and whatnot um, will ask customers not to openly carry their guns when they visit the premises. Um, so that's, that's good. These other companies are, you know, being like, okay, look, open carrying is a law, but we'd rather you didn't. You don't I mean, technically, when, uh, if it's on the, the store's premises, they have the right to kick out the person if it's in the store's on-site rules. Even if it's, yeah, I'm sure. even if the law says one thing. It's still a private lot. Probably held corporations and companies can make up rules for, you know, whether it be YouTube for their guidelines on speech or something, or a company for, hey, you can't carry this or that in the store. You know, you know, people will always scream, oh, you're restricting my rights, but no, um, that only applies to the government. Yeah, they know it's not even Walmart that's uh, doing this stuff. Man, there's other companies that uh, responded to the public pressure about the restricted gun sales. Like, Yucks Sporting Goods announced in March that it's going to stop selling firearms and ammunition at 125 of its 700-plus uh, locations. Kroger even said that's last fair. year that it's going to stop selling fire- firearms and ammunition. Hold, hold on, hold on. Kroger Meyer does what? There's there's certain Kroger stores that do sell handguns and, and shit like that. They're not what all just fuck? only grocery stores. 
Well, I know they're not all just only grocery stores. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the one down the street from me has a jeweler inside it. They got a Starbucks. They got a Fifth Third Bank. Well, I've got all that shit, too. But, like, I'm talking, they have Kroger's that are Walmarts and shit. Like, full-on giant stores. No, I know that. I mean, I got another one. I got one like that on the way to downtown. Okay. As well. But, like... I, I, I don't know, just hearing Kroger and guns just... just sounds weird. Know, yeah, sound weird. Uh, Fred Meyer stores in the Pacific Northwest that they're going to stop doing that. Yeah, and of course, uh, later down this article, it's like the NRA posted a tweet attacking Walmart's announcement. It's shameful to see Walmart succumb to the pressure of anti-gun elites. Lines at Walmart are still being replaced by lines by other retailers who are more supportive of America's fundamental freedoms. Yeah, but these people don't like Target either. <laughs> yeah, the NRA, you know, you have a pass or something, good for you. But if you're the dense, stupid motherfucker that doesn't see that some of this stuff can be an issue, then you really don't have a right to speak your mind and be taken seriously. Because of all these uh, gun violences and us just having free willy-nilly guns. We can people just do whatever they want, I guess. You could probably go on Amazon with like a bunch of other different accounts and just order a bunch of gun parts, ammunition, all this Maybe. other I've never bullshit. Checked. Well, what's the stopping from someone like having like a bunch of different Amazon accounts, ordering one part from another, having it delivered to like their house, and then going to a buddy's house and make, oh, I want this part delivered here, and then they're just going to keep getting all these gun, gun parts and just building their own death gun and just have the chance to just kill everybody. <laughs> I don't know if that's how yeah. it exactly works, but that's just uh, an idea that's thrown out there that you can easily get access to a bunch of gun stuff if, as long as you pay the price. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, this is a step in the right direction, though. They're, you know, not selling this shit as, as a smart thing. Like, Fuck the NRA you know? for saying otherwise. This is definitely a good thing. It's time for us to talk turdy. We got the Nintendo Direct. And there was a lot of shit. Yeah, there and that's was. that. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. Yep, thanks for watching. I hope you had a great episode. You didn't start, you huh? You didn't. Oh. I, 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 I did. No, you didn't. Who, who all thought I started there? No one thought it started there? No, you said let's talk about the Nintendo talk and then just went silent. <laughs> no, I, I says... Uh, Alright, never mind. Alright. <laughs> fucking fucking wiener liquor. I am not yet. Can we actually get started then? No. Anyways, moving on. Bastard. We got the Nintendo Direct to talk about. There was a lot of games announced, and... Still no uh, spoilers, no Metroid, and no Paper Mario. Which is fine, because we will get Sticker Star HD Remaster one of these years. You know, we I got think a if better remaster no, you any remaster. Metroid game, it needs to be Other M. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't be upset. In fact, specifically an Other M and Federation Force combo pack. Oh, fuck yeah. You think Other M triggers me? <laughs> it doesn't. No. I know it's my favorite oh, Metroid no. movie. Federation Force HD... Cancel Prime 4, put out Federation Force 2, or better yet, make Prime 4 Federation Force 2. 
I love <laughs> Metroid Other M. It's my favorite Metroid movie. Really good film. <laughs> on top of that, on top of that, the next DLC character for Smash should be one of the Chibi Federation Force Troopers. <laughs> With the Metroid logo behind him and everything. Vinny, help. <laughs> Nothing I can say will stop them. In fact, when they make another 2D Metroid <laughs> game, they should get rid of Samus completely and just make it about the Federation Force. <laughs> they should take. They should make a Yakuza spinoff game that's all about the man babies. Good. That'd be all amazing. All about the man babies. No, I <laughs> man babies simulator. Jordan, men you in don't diapers with, with pacifiers, and they're all like sucking their own toes and Jordan, shit because Jordan, they're babies. Jordan, and you don't understand that they would be able to take that and knock it out of the park. Game can I have awkward boner. I think that's his name was. <laughs> it's what I have right now. What the fuck was his oh. name in Yakuza Zero? Yeah, I found out his name. His name is Walking Erection. <laughs> that's what's his name. I was trying to find out what the fuck that guy's name was. You know, considering Dude. what you guys have said uh, that's an about that name. fucking series, I'm not surprised that there's a character named Walking Erection. Hey, some sweet guy in his underwear that shows up during Majima's story after he goes to the this video store. <laughs> I'm just like basically pouring. <laughs> I'll show you a video wow. store. Okay, so but we're, we're we're talking about Nintendo here, all right? We're talking about the Nintendo Direct. Okay, yeah, but Jordan, it's your fault that Yakuza got brought up because you yes, tried to fight the it, fucking no, Metroid Prime Federation they, force. They with that. started shitting on Metroid. Okay, look, look. Bottom line is, when we talked the Nintendo Direct, we picked out a very specific amount of things. We didn't sit here and drag out the whole fucking carpet for the thing. We just brought out, like, the big hitters that I think most of us probably care about and can all talk about. I just yeah. hit my head on the mic. Good. Good job, Vinny. Good. Now you can feel my pain, too. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And speaking of pain, Terry Bogart is here to cause pain in Smash. Jesus Christ, Jordan. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. I have never played Fatal Fury. Me neither. Me neither. This is stuff even in how order how the direct happened. No. Yes, probably. Okay. It's probably roughly, Indeed. but I don't know if it's. Exactly. No, I went through a timeline of it being live tweeted. Oh, okay. It is. Mm. Why did you put already. Batista DLC confirmed? That's. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that there? Was that Patrick? Just Jordan put that there. It, yeah, his joining name. You didn't see that extra clip at the end. Dave Batista has been confirmed in Smash as an outfit for me characters. No, he hasn't. He has. Horseshit. He has. Oh, Go God. look. Dude, they're going to do a WWE cross Nintendo collaboration. Please don't. Specifically, specifically to remember that amazing port of WWE 2K19 on the Switch. You mean 2K18? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Whatever. And they're all the same. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. This is basically the same game. I'm not buying just... this year's game. I'll buy it on Black Friday when it's 30 bucks. Basically, so we're doing the last few ones. But speaking of things that did actually get announced for the Switch, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. I played that on the Wii U or the original. It uh, it was fun. Uh, but I ended up falling off. And I quite literally, apparently, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was me. Oh. But um, it's, it's my bottle opener. It was a fun game. I'm happy to see it coming out on a better console, and more people will get to play it. 
and it's going to be fun. I'm going to pick it up because I want to play through it. And so what? This is basically going to be like the P4G, the P3 FES, the P5R of, That's a lot of, of this game? Yeah, basically. Okay. You like the P or something, Ben? That's a lot of P's. P2P, P1P, P3P. P3PO? Yeah. That was the name of Persona 3 Portable. <laughs> Persona yeah. 3 Portable O. Oh. Huh. Speaking of O, everyone went O at Deadly Premonition 2 getting announced. Oh, no, and Didrick and screamed specifically... at it, slammed his computer, and then left the call. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Deadly Premonitions? No, it's something along those lines. Slammed his fist on a desk, freaked the fuck out, and then left the call to go join another group of his just to scream about it. And then never came back. No, he or came, came back. back oh, like he did? A couple minutes later. Yeah. So, Deadly Premonition 2, as well as Deadly Premonition uh, Origins, uh, which is apparently going to be like the first game as well. So, that's cool. That's really cool. Both games come for the Switch now. Hopefully, they run good, unlike the original game, um, and don't crash a lot. And actually, you know, run run well and have a good frame rate. Oh, just shit. gotta wait. But and that's see. part of the charm. Well, well, uh, yeah. As long as we get to enjoy the FK and the Kofki, Kofki, and the coffee. Wow. Now here's my personal favorite from all the games that were announced. Doom sixty four is getting a port to the Switch now. If you guys remember, we talked about this several weeks episodes back, and. Um, it was speculated back with the whole Doom stuff that Doom 64 was going to be released, but it was shot down um, by me, by, promptly by Ben. Um, and I just I apologize for being wrong. <laughs> but it, it, no, don't apologize because it's a good thing that you were wrong. Because we're getting Doom 64 on the Switch, and I'm super, super happy about that. I love Doom 64. It is awesome. Um, probably my favorite of the you know classic 2D Doom type games. Um. It's just, it's so neat. It has such a neat vibe to it. Um, this is actually really fucking cool. Yeah, like, I mean, it's awesome. When was the last time they really acknowledged Doom 64 in an official capacity? Ever? Never? <laughs> like, never ever? Like, it has the PC, you know, Doom 64 EX. That's, that's like unofficial best way to play it, except for probably this now, hopefully. As long as it's done well. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. I mean, it's just, uh, you can't fuck up a port like that, I would hope. But it's also Bethesda, so we'll see. Um, man, that was a major big one. Uh, the next one was something I think everybody was expecting. Yes. Uh, at some point. Super Nintendo Entertainment System games are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, and it launches tomorrow, which is, you know, Thursday. Um, so the day before you see listen to this podcast. Possibly, or it you know, Thursday the fifth. Be that's probably would have been easier if I just said Thursday the fifth. Um, but the launch list is Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac Two Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dreamland Three, Star Fox, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo Two, Super Tennis. Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, 
Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. And honestly, no, it's great. I'm not interested. <laughs> It'll be on there eventually, I'm sure. Um, that That's a good launch list. I, I'm especially happy with Super Mario World 1 and 2, Super Metroid, and you know, Link to the Past. Um, as well as F-Zero and Star Fox. It's just, that's a, that's a very fucking good yeah, launch that's... lineup. Like Realistically, the... I'm excited to play F-Zero and, uh, both Super Metroid and, um, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. At, at... Those, those three are the ones that I'm excited for the most. And when it eventually, inevitably gets added, Earthbound. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it makes sense if they added it. I'm just. I hope they don't add just one game a month or something. though. No, that'd be shit. That'd be shit. I mean, it. it I if I'm remembering correctly, they're doing roughly the same thing that they did with the NES. They started with 20 games, and they're gonna add some stuff every month. Now, are they done adding like NES would, games then? I don't know. I hope not. There's nothing that said yes. We're gonna continue with this. Nothing that said no. We're gonna put all our efforts on the Super Nintendo. I would assume they're doing both then. It'd be dumb to stop now. With like, what, 40 games or 30 games, NES games on there? Like, that's not that many. But Yeah, I don't know how many they plan to have. I just know that there are a lot more people that enjoyed stuff on the Super Nintendo more. So it's... So there's... They've got to be, uh... they got to make sure that the, um... That they don't neglect the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Knowing how Virtual Console went and how the NES Online thing has gone so far, they're probably just going to trickle the games out the same way they do with NES Online. If it's less popular shit, then people are going to start raising some hell. We're going to release Top Gear from the Super Nintendo. We're going to put Soul no. Blazer on Top here. Gear? We're going to put Willy Wonka on the Do it, fuckers. Put Soul Factory. Blazer on here. You don't have the balls. What they need to do is put Soul Blazer on there. You need to add this to the Super Nintendo online. Mario is missing. You know what? They probably fucking will. No. <laughs> that would be terrible, but they probably will. But if they do, you'll be able to play that with a brand new wireless SNES controller for the Switch. It will No, I won't. Patrick's the head of our family, so if they're doing the same thing they did with the NES, only he's going to be able to buy them. Well, you can buy them from other people, you know. But regardless, they're doing a thing with that, like they did the NES controllers, except these don't actually clip onto the side of the console. Um, no, they plug in like a pro controller. Yeah, but they're, the price is 30 bucks as well, which is a very good price point for a wireless SNES controller. I mean, basically it's just a Bluetooth SNES controller. That's really nice. It's a good fucking price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think it's the uh, Nintendo Switch Online exclusive, so you have to be a member, and you have to be an individual member to get your own set. You, I don't think you can do it through the family thing. Or the head of a family. So Stats Guy is excited about the uh, the new update to Tetris 99. Tetris Not so much about the physical release, although having a physical release would have been nice if it happened at the start of the game's life, but you know, whatever. Listen, Tetris 99 is a fucking good great game, game that you should play. Yeah. I just can't say it because I haven't played it and I am going to continue with the meme playing it. But now Patrick has imposed a stipulation upon me that I have to play it. So You have to play it at the hotel. I'll probably play it before then. No, you have to play it at the hotel. 
I still have not gotten a first place in that game. Oh, oh good. Then there's the a certain mode that you would absolutely hate. Because there's this mode where it's only available once you win an online match called uh, Tetris Invictus, where that's... I thought that was specifically winning first place during one of the events. Because didn't they mention the Maxim Cups? Ah... Yeah, you get to see Tetris Maximus status. It's saying, so I'm assuming that's just like winning just at least one. Which if you think Tetris 99 is hard, imagine that horrible that mode is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really fucking, really happy that they're getting a whole, the shit ton of themes. All from like different classic uh Nintendo games, like the background for Mario, there's a background for Zelda, there's special themed ones. You even get custom little icons for doing these daily challenges. There's a lot of things they're putting in there, which is fantastic. Because I've been playing, I have like the three custom themes for uh, doing the online stuff. Because I got the retro one, the Game Boy original theme, the Splatoon 2 one, and the Fire Emblem 3 house one. Lots of themes. We got a lot of themes. A lot of themes. (laughs) Speaking of themes, Animal Crossing got another rundown. They convinced me to potentially buy an Animal Crossing game and play it. <laughs> like, That's a good thing. I've never cared about Animal Crossing before, but... Until now. And this this one I might check out. I mean, I don't know about Jordan, but before New Leaf, I had no interest in it either. Same. Same. I, so I, I, I mean, I tried New Leaf at the very, very end. Each game will bring in more people. Yeah. And this one looks to be the best yet. It does. I really like the deserted island theme that it has going. Um, that you're starting off. You there get a lot shit. more freedom than you did with New Leaf. Yeah, it's really cool. Update people online, four players locally. It'd be nice. It's be very fun. Um, I look forward to actually getting in the game, um, not after its eight-year life cycle and coming to an end. Yeah. New Leaf lasted way too long. I, I'm glad it did. But I just so I didn't, I. I didn't get into it's it just, know, in the beginning because I never had it. it. It was a good game for as long as it went. It's just it need there needed to be another game after it, but before New Horizons. Because that, that gap, no real new full Animal Crossing game. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. Like Happy Home Designer brought a cool bit of uh of stuff, specifically with the designing your house and the areas around it, which is where they got the idea for that in both Pocket Camp and now New Horizons. But it because it was just that part of a, an Animal Crossing game, it felt like it was missing a lot, which it was. Um, and then. We don't talk about Amiibo Festival. And then Pocket Camp is a fucking mobile game, and it's never as fun as a full title. In fact, I know several people that started playing Pocket Camp and then immediately went back to New Leaf for the first time in months. Because of how bad it was? Because of how much it made you crave a real Animal Crossing game again. Oh, I see. And at that point, it it had already been a while since even Welcome Amiibo came out. But yeah. Um, and last on the list, 
Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. <laughs> this is one so hell of an overhaul to the game. That has been, I was so happy. It has been much needed for a very long time. I'm so happy. For the longest time, you can only play out in the Wii or the 3DS. I'm but... so happy. Specifically new 3DSs. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy. And if you wanted to actually look good... um. Yeah, you, you'd you, have to mod it with the dolphin emulator. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be stuck with the uh, 480p graphics of the Wii, or 240 for the new 3DS. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it too. I think it's awesome. The game really fucking needed a, a, a version other than the Wii or 3DS because I, I, that seems like a big. That's fine to be able to play it on the 3DS, but I don't think it probably does it very much justice. It, like for the back in the day. It looked great. It had great graphics. Uh, you know, just the visuals are a bit muddy because of you know, reasons. Because of hardware limitations. But they did fucking yeah. miracles with the hardware that they had. So this is a complete overhaul, and, hopefully, is what it looks and like. And for the, the definitive edition, they're bringing some of the cut content from the original into this new definitive edition. Good. There's There was an area that was supposed to be the... I think it was the left shoulder of the Bionis that was cut, and now it's being brought into the original. It's actually shown in the trailer. Uh, you can see Shulk and Melia standing there over a cliffside, looking, viewing part of the area. And I'm so excited! Now that was a weird voice. <laughs> Dude. Have you heard how much I was screaming? Well... <laughs> When I saw that come on, I've never been so excited over a minute-long trailer. You will be when they eventually announce Paper Mario. No, I won't. Well, F you. There will be nothing that will be better than this. <laughs> now, there's a lot more that was announced to this direct, other than just the big shit that we listed here. Um, it's just, you know, the easiest, quickest, biggest things that we saw. Um... I showed off the sweet new areas in Luigi's Mansion 3. Like a fucking weird dance hall, like a pirate cafe thing. Game, game mode you can play with friends. It's just a lot of weird a lot of weird and cool things. And it launches on Halloween of all pl- times. Like, come on. That's... That, that's actually a really good time to launch the game. Oh, yeah. So. Plus, I'm really wanting this like weird Kirby game they, they show off, like Super Kirby Clash, where it's like free to Free to, play. to start or something? Yeah, free to start with your friends and you can basically play online. It looks like you just go through a bunch of enemies and it looks like you have like level ups to make your Kirby stronger and more stamina, attack, recovery, charge speed, just a bunch of other stuff. It's sort of like a weird RPG sort of thing that I'm really looking into. I just like that you can play online with four other players, so I'm like, yes. I don't know, there wasn't I mean there was neat looking things like finally getting a look at what this uh, Game Freak RPG was a little town hero, but there's like yeah. nothing I could really say too much about it because I'd rather just. Well, I mean, all we can say is that it looks better than Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, what little town hero? Yeah. Oh jeez. So just find it really it, weird it, that they it just it looks fun enough. Banjo release date and it's like, oh, when is Banjo releasing? Oh yeah, he's like, he's releasing right after this direct actually. So I go 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 ruin our servers again, you bastards. Yeah. 
stuff I just wanted to add in. Because everything else, like, they already showed her drawn in great details about, like, right. you know, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, it's coming out, but you can have a demo you can play of it today. It's like, oh, it's Pokemon. Oh, yeah. You're I can remove you from this document. Pokemon then. stuff and, you know, more customization stuff. And to be fair, that type of stuff probably should have been um, in the list. Uh, just forgot to add them. It's just other stuff that I didn't really, like, you know, not we really missing too much. Like, other stuff, there's just boring stuff. Deadly Premonition. Yeah, that's 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 just... If it goes on sale, I'll buy it. If they have a physical version and it's on sale, I'll buy it just to play it so Didrick can stop bothering me about it. Yeah. FK and the coffee. Nintendo Direct was a good... Uh, sorry for the lack of energy for that little bit. You know, just a tiny bit drop off compared to the first half of the podcast. That's what happens when we record late in the evening. Uh, we got to take a quick break, um, and then we'll jump into what we've been up to. All right, welcome back, folks. Time to talk about what the f*** we've been up to. As a group... We have all been playing the jack-off party pack. I mean, wait a minute. No, that's right. Patrick didn't want to jack-off with us with the jack-off party pack. I mean, jackbox party pack. Because he was at work. It's not that he didn't. It's just that he couldn't. Yeah. Work doesn't let him jack-off while he's there. I mean, play jackbox. But yeah, no, we played more jackbox party. Uh, yeah. We played Fibbage, uh, enough about me, I think, or more about you. Well, like it was Fibbage 3 and then Fibbage... Yeah, I think you got it right, Fibbage, enough about you. Yeah, um, and it's just a personal thing with more lying about yourself, so. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was, it was very good. Um, Jordan tried to get us with two answers that were super simul- similar, and. Um, what, my favorite one was, uh, yeah, so one of the modes in there, or one of the, 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 the rounds, was you have to give a truth and a lie about yourself. And so um, I gave a truth being I play Pokemon Go and the lie being every day. And so it was just two parts and just they had to guess which one was true or false to be able to get points or whatever. And we but both got it right. Yeah. yeah. No, we both got it wrong. No, we both got it right. I thought you both got it right. Mm-mm. We both got it right because no. he typed them in order and we both hit the first part of it and we both got it right. No. The correct one was plays Pokemon Go. We yeah, picked that was the first, the first one. Part. Do I have to start recording these things now just so that we look, don't have this argument look, again? All right, all right, look, it's it's irrelevant, all right? It's good shit. It's a good game. We enjoy it, and it's fun, and I really can't fucking wait to be able to eventually play it with Patrick. I really hope we get to sometime. Now, I specifically um, also remember me putting two truths instead of a truth and a lie. Yes, and we chose the other truth that um, we thought was the more believable truth. But yeah, besides uh, Jackbox Party... Uh, Patrick, Vinny, and I uh, played some of the casino missions because the whole them wasn't one. around and we had to have something to do. And we just did one of them. But it wasn't bad. Um, besides the fact that we got all the way to the house because it was a, the the shootout mission up when you meet the Texans. And uh, we drove all the way there. I got out of the car early and it ended the mission. Uh, we had to restart. Alerted them when the you weren't supposed to. Which is bullshit. Good job, Jordan. It was bullshit. Hate it. But then you and Vinny died the next and then attempt. Me and Vinny, yeah. And then we yeah. finally did it. Yeah. Without me dying once. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. 
At least I haven't done something drastic like crash a helicopter or, or crash a plane yet. Or drive into the water. Yeah. I just get out of cars too early, man. I don't screw up at all, man. You're not wrong. Actually, I don't think you have done a major screw up at all. <laughs> he hasn't done anything major, but he has been killed in shootouts a few times. Well, that's I because, mean, that's, that's uh, that but that's a given. Yeah, that and fucking the missiles for those plane and the heist was a bitch to fucking yeah not get hit by. That was kind of ridiculous. Other than that, uh, Ben and Vinny have been playing some sort of stupid ass flame game or something. Three horses. <laughs> yeah, they've been riding three tall horses. Yeah, fire emblem the three horses. Um, I know that I'm farther than Vinny. I'm about six hours ahead of Vinny. I think at this point, something somewhere around there. Um, but I think I can definitely say that we're both greatly enjoying it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, God, what what can I really add to what I talked about last week? I that don't know. I haven't heard last week yet. Spoiler E. Um Oh well I mean I did get some new people, some some new certifications and stuff like that, and I actually did deeper some or uh, deepen um some of the support Supports. bonds between uh different characters. So that that hey, that's a plus. And uh, I think I went up a letter grade as, as a professor. So you know that that that's all been a lot of fun. You know, getting everybody's shit together. Um, but a bunch of shit just went down, and I'm I'm not happy about what just went down. But uh, I'll get there eventually. Oh yeah, and we'll yeah. Be able when to you talk get there, you will message me and go, "Fucking what?" <laughs> At least I hope so. But yeah, it's so good, Vinny. You gush about where you are in the game. Um. It's been a few days since I played. I know I'm somewhere. I want to say in game September. I think. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it's the month that uh. The the guy's sister Flane goes missing. Uh yeah, it is September because once you go to uh, do the story, um, uh -huh. depending on when you do it, it'll pop up saying you will skip the rest of this month or whatever oh okay um but i haven't played in a few days and i had to bookmark in the middle of the battle i was it the mission it may have been the mission um but uh i'm enjoying it i have i think b rank support with the uh with Bernadetta, which is the one who uh, caught my eye right after the start. But other than that, I... Can I mention that Edelgard is a fucking lunatic? <laughs> I've seen some of her supports with um, the guy who wants to be her right-hand man and um, her with Byleth, male Byleth specifically. It gets oh, worse. Different with female. I don't remember exactly what rank, but she's fucking crazy. It gets worse. Oh boy. Um, but other than that, I haven't been a able to play too much, so I'll have to get back on to that soon. Seems like they're enjoying the game. Yeah, it's good shit. 
Yeah, just uh, <laughs> glad he's hope, enjoying it too. Just hope that Vinny uh, finds a waifu in uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. You mean Three Horses? Yeah, sure, whatever. He has a big, beautiful stallion. He's been he's been eyeing, you know. Um, now it's time for Jelly to talk about what he's been playing. Am I Jelly? Yes. I'm Jelly, right? All right, so my name's Jelly. So, um, haven't been up to a whole hell of a lot. I've uh, been trying to figure out shit with my car still. I have the previous issues fixed, but now there's like this weird issue that I'm, I'm trying to figure out. It, it could be fuel filter. It could possibly be my fuel pump, but I just replaced my fuel pump a year ago, but it could be a cheap, shitty fuel pump. Um, so, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure it out because it's not a giant issue right now, but it could worsen... And if it worsens, suddenly while I'm out driving, it could strand me somewhere. And in the heat with no AC, that would suck. Because I can't leave my car. If you leave your car on the side of the road, it gets towed very quickly in Houston. Uh, especially on the freeways. Uh, it gets towed within 10 minutes. And that's with you sitting there or not. So. Be careful they're, 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 and hope that it's okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's driving fine for right now. It's just a small issue. It's a hesitation, like a lack of power when accelerating sometimes. Um, only at low revs as well, but it's still, it, 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 I don't know. It could be a clogged fuel filter, so I'm going to try and replace that soon. It's a cheap part, easy to fix. Hopefully that helps, but I'm eventually going to find out the issue. There's a couple other small things as well. I, I just hopefully get these squared away because um, I don't want to have to keep worrying about shit. My car is running great for the longest time, and now it's just having issues because fuck summer always causes issues. Um, besides that, uh, I've been playing more Spyro Reignited Trilogy finally. Uh, the first game still. Um, I've been playing it with Patrick, of course. Beat the. Uh, made it all the way up to the third world, I believe. Third or fourth? I think it's the third one, right? Or no, fourth one. Yeah, it's the fourth world. Um, forget which one it is, but it's the swamp place. And uh, with all the gator folk. And um, last time I played, uh, I just happened to pick a certain level. Um, it, so this level is actually the best level in the game and highly regarded as the uh, best level in the trilogy. Uh, it's called Treetops. And I just... It, it, it's such a fucking cool level. Like, the design is great. Um, it, they, they really challenge you to figure out, you know how to beat it um and and you know it, it only took me an hour of trying to figure out how to beat it and still not beat it um and, you know it's 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 a very aggravating level i still haven't beaten it after spending an hour trying to fucking beat it there is a very specific and precise set of movements you have to make I only have 300 out of 500 gems, and there's nowhere else that I can see that I can get to besides one small area. It is so frustrating. Fuck treetops. So what you're telling me is that you have to get good. No. Yeah, probably, but no. So after after spending the time trying to beat it and feeling like I'm an idiot, Patrick informs me that this level just so happens to actually be known as the hardest level in the Spyro Trilogy is what it's commonly nice. referred to as. I didn't say the hardest, it's one of the hardest. One of the hardest, still. Good luck. <laughs> and you have the 100, and you have 315, not just 300. 
Okay, but still, that's a, that's not that much. I'm missing fucking almost 200. That's so many gems. 185. That's a lot. Well, and still you better get looking. I spent an hour looking, and it, uh, anyways, yeah, I gotta beat that level still and finish the rest of that world. Um, and then some IRL stuff. Um, uh, I finished filing my parents' taxes, or my my family's taxes specifically. Had to file an extension back in April, and I just now finally got to doing it because you know, issues, but it's all squared away and good, and worked out well. It's a big stress reliever. And uh, speaking of stress relievers, planning for the Retroplaza trip next month in October. Oh, get a real um, job. Excuse me? <laughs> Did you say boo, get a real job? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'd like to see you. I'd like to see you file your own taxes, young man. I get old. I get fucking. I get people to do it for me for free. Listen, that's good. <laughs> My parents get someone to do it for them for free. It's called me. Yeah, I was but, tell yeah. you, you get a real job. Well, I would, but I can't. And you know this, but the viewers don't know this, or the listeners don't know this, and I don't. I don't care to explain it. Um, but yeah, speaking of relaxing shit, got uh, some shit scheduled for our trip to Retroplaza, Dallas next month. Um, I got our hotel scheduled. I've got uh, our car rental schedule, got the prices all set, um, everything's all good to go, so all we're going to have to do is just fly everybody in and go on the road trip. Well, Marino's flying into Dallas because he's a fuck, but, you know. And um, can't wait to get there and, and, and open the freezer just to pull out a fresh uh, mango-flavored Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Yeah, so how was that uh, Tootsie Pop? I don't know yet. i got to try it. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. How about you, Butter? Well, I've been playing Final Fantasy 2027. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been about a week, but since the last podcast, I haven't updated on where I was with it. But Final Fantasy 7. Um, God fucking, what was the city's name again? Let me look it up. Um, fuck. Junon. I just finished up with the um, um, Junon and Final Fantasy VII. Uh, went through the whole marching thing. Went through you know the airship, the boat ride to the beach, all that, um, and Sephiroth's uh, first real appearance in the game. Um, so yeah, like I I just got through all that. I haven't really done much with the beach section just yet. I I only just got there, um, but still wildly enjoying it. Um, from what I looked up. Disc one is the longest disc, and I'm most of the way through disc one at this point, I think. Um, or at least half of the way through disc one at this point, something like that. Uh, but, you know, just the whole time, the whole time has just been um, so much fun. The pacing of the game is still, um, it, it just still feels like there's enough room for things to breathe but enough uh you know it, it, it it's going just along at the right pace the gameplay still not getting boring i do feel like i might be uh using Aerith as a crush to crutch too much just knowing what is going to happen further down the line um Aeris dies i know Aerith wow. dies why would wow. you say Aeris? how does Aerith? it is Aerith. i've 
Eris is a mistranslation. I know it is, but I've heard it pronounced both ways, so I just do the say right whichever way. one happens. People that say Eris need, need to be slapped. Wow. Wow. Gonna slap you. No, not really. I'm joking about that part. Um, but also, I'm even more interested. So, I, like, I played Crisis Core several years ago before I, like, actually hopped into Final Fantasy VII because I wanted to play it all in order, which... In hindsight, maybe not the smartest idea. Um, but knowing what I do know about Crisis Core and the Nibelheim incident, I'm really interested in seeing once Cloud regains his memories because he completely misremembers the Nibelheim incident. Because at some point... Um, I'm going to give spoilers because this is an old-as-fuck game. Sorry. So is that I fine? Mean, yeah. Spoiler alert. Skip over for a few minutes. Yeah, spoiler alert. So when when Cloud's memories go back, one of like the like the Shinra troops um goes missing and it's just Cloud and one other Shinra troop. But here's the thing, that other guy never goes missing. Because that other guy that went missing was actually Cloud. Cloud is in the role of Zack through the entire time of him remembering the whole thing. So I'm interested in seeing once Cloud gets his memory jogged and he remembers, oh shit, I wasn't the one in place of these memories and the person that's talking to me, which I I, I feel like I have a piece out now, the person that keeps talking to him in his head occasionally has to be Zack. Which I'm pretty sure it is. I don't 100% remember like the way um, that it ended, but it ha- I, I'm pretty sure it had something to do with the test chamber in the basement um in crisis core um i'd have to go back and look it up and refresh my memory but yeah i'm just i'm excited to see see that flip switch and cloud just finally be 100% cloud um 100% i mean yeah because he's technically not himself right now yeah um but yeah, I also watched AEW All Out, which yes, I know. I'm sorry, Jordan. I did not watch it with you. F you, you big fat willy. We can watch it together someday, okay? Give me a day, I will watch it again. With you and Patrick. Okay? Can we do that? I... Yeah. Okay. But it was a great show. We got It was a great show. Uh, if I were to give my three favorite matches... um. Number one, the ladder match was some of the most wild shit I've seen all year. Not the best match of the year, um, but definitely just it's it's up there as one of the best matches of the year. Just wild ladder and table spots and just crazy shit off the rope. If you like flippy shit with with gimmicks in it, that's a match that you need to see. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac was was awesome. Um, and lived up to everything that I hoped it would be. Um, just phenomenal match. And Chris Jericho and Hangman Page. Chris Jericho can still work his ass off when he wants to. Um, and that was just an awesome match, you know. New champion. Uh, or first champion. Um, who already got the belt stolen. I don't worry, he got the belt back. He got the belt back, yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, just a really good show. Double or Nothing, I still think, is, you know... It's I felt it feels like it's still been hard for them to really top double or nothing, um, but it's it's kind of a situation where it's like, you know, every company is gonna have that show once in a blue moon where it's like, lightning in a bottle and it's gonna be hard to top. So I think that, that that's just the case with uh, AEW and Double or Nothing right now, which you know, hey, it happens. You know, I, I don't think New Japan's really been able to capture that lightning in a bottle that they had in, like, 2018 or 2017. So if AEW isn't able to catch a lightning that same lightning in a bottle with the rest of their shows for the rest of the year, then they can't. As long as they're still putting on good shows, who cares? Uh, and then I, I played, like, a couple hours of Astral Train. Astral Train? Astral Chain. Uh, put in two hours. It's uh, a good platinum game. Um... You know, stylistically, anime as fuck. And if you like that type of stuff, then, you know, th this game will probably be right up your alley. Uh, you know, it's got a good mac uh, mix uh, between melee combat and... I don't, I don't want to say, like, vanquishy style combat, but, like, third-person shooter combat. Um, that and, you know, you've got uh, your Legion, which, you know is what everybody was calling the stands before they really announced what they were called. Um, you know, those, those are pretty much there to help you uh, with chimeras and, and other boss battles and stuff like that. Um, that and, like, some other, like, small little things that it's like... They can detect certain things that you can't. Um, so it, it's, it's pretty cool. Very stylistic. Just, you know... Classic Platinum, really, um, and uh, I'm excited to hopefully get into it some more um, one day next week. Uh, that's all I've been up to, and that's going to be it for me tonight, because i, I got to get to bed. It's 11.32. Yeah, he's got work in the morning, so we'll see Ben next week. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Again. Yeah, no problem. Well, now that Ben's gone, how about you, Vinny? What, I mean, Penis, what have you been up to? I'm not saying anything because penis is supposed to be Patrick. I'm waiting for Patrick is to penis say he didn't to do Patrick? anything. I couldn't tell. I know. I thought Jordan. I was all of them you. have the same letter that our names start with. How could you not figure that out? Listen. Look, I'm sorry. All right, Patrick, you are now penis because you always were. <laughs> what have you been up to, Mr. Penis? Uh, threatening, think, figuring out ways to. Get someone's pee pee next to you in Dallas when uh, you're not uh, sleeping. All right. Uh, wait, when I'm sleep. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what have you been up to instead of assaulting me? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I guess quickly, I did get my Spiral Reignited Trilogy today and finished uh, three levels. So that was. Uh, did that. Game only takes about a point. Seven, eight point, yeah, I think it's like eight point seven gigs. It even says in the back that it requires like a ten gigabyte SD card to uh, download the entire game, which uh, the Switch internally already already has a thirty two. So as long as you just have an extra SD card just in there already, then you should be perfectly fine. So that's cool. Just did my usual spins in GTA. Didn't get anything special except for just the fifty thousand dollars. Everything else has just been kind of uh, meh. 
There's nothing special there. I've uh, I did I've been playing more NFL Street 2 and all that. My emulator stops uh, stopped being a piece of shit and uh, increasing the speed when I never want when I never wanted it to. Literally double the frame rate and double the speed of everything, no matter what game I was playing, or like 1.5 times in it. So it would run at like 90 frames per second and fucking go like, <laughs> it would say like 150% instead of 100% running. It's like, you need to stop that. It was just hard to play some games like that. And uh, now that shit's calmed down, I can actually uh, fucking play NFL Street 2 at a reasonable pace. And by reasonable, I mean using a bunch of save states because I already beat that game so many times. So I'm just trying to use save states to get through the thing faster. Which I do. I want you to say, oh yes, I do use save states and I don't give a shit. I already beat that game plenty of times. I mainly just use it when you have to draft players. And I'm not sure if the ones that are on the other team are good. Better than the ones I have because you can only check once. And if they're not, then yeah, you're kind of screwed. So that one I just had to use save states consistently to see which player would be worth it or not because it's real fucking annoying the other way around um besides that i've been uh playing more pokemon crystal the, la the last the last thing i did was uh finish the radio tower like completely like got rid of team oh, rocket so you're making there. decent progress yeah so i finally just rid rocket that i did the ice gym with that very poorly designed uh Ice uh, gym leader. Price? Yes, he has a very terrible design <laughs> in crystal. I mean, he's just an old man. Yeah, he just has a boring-ass striped t-shirt. I mean, he keeps that in the remakes, I think. Well, he has, like, a better-looking design. It's like... Ah, I just like, wow, this is gym leader. He looks like a piece of shit, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. He's wearing a coat in Heart Golden's Holes Over. As long as you get something like the signal that's ice, anything would help, but not just a shitty sailor shirt. Yeah. And then I also, my team's been uh, doing pretty fine. Oh, I'm, and his scarf blows in the wind. See, that's because better. they have the uh, trainers have animations. Oh, details like that are good. <laughs> My team's, uh, I think my team is just roughly around, I think the lowest one right now is like 31, my highest being like 36, 7, I think. Not sure if I still want, it's not totally sure if this is going to be my to full final team, but it's uh, shaping up to be, majority of them are probably going to be on my final team, like my starter, who's finally evolved finally, after like, uh -huh. like level 30, 31. Something yeah, like get used to get used to that. Starters typically evolve in the early thirties to their final forms. Yeah, that took a while. Um, and so I think, I think the um, latest is like thirty six for a starter final evolution. Wow. But don't quote me on that. Yeah, sure. So I'm pretty sure like every single Pokemon that's on my team right now is fully evolved. But since it's only a really quick Game Boy Color game, I could just <coughs> boot up here uh, real quickly because it's only going to take. Did like... you just throw up? No, I just had a cough. It's like you threw up and then hit something metal. <laughs> no, not this time. 
it's just not this time he says yeah not this time so looking it says uh the game says i'm about like 43 hours in which is not true at all <laughs> it's just a uh, battery is kind of dumb yeah and actually my lowest pokemon is 30 and my highest is 35 and then yeah it looks like everyone's evolved fully to the point where they could be what pokemon you have my pokemon i have my shit i have my reptar who is also is my starter fuck uh for alligator finally he's a powerhouse that's a good name for a for alligator yeah yeah then i have my hoodwig who is uh the who Hoot Hoot's evolved form forgot it's like Noctowl. Noctowl, yeah. So that's that. And then I have my Arcanine, which I had to transfer over, which is a pain to do. <laughs> yeah. And then I have my Powerhouse uh, character here named Janemba, who's my Heracross, because I really wanted one. I've always wanted a Heracross, so he's I'm, he's going to be on my final team regardless. He says really bad. He's kind of slow, but he has a good attack, like a Heracross should. And then I have my one of two shinies on my team, who's probably just going to be taken to the finals, as usual. Which would be my Clefable. <laughs> you have a sh- you found a shiny Clefable? Uh, so when you get so when you went to right before you went to Goldenrod, I'd say there's this little house on the side where you get to pick up this egg. And you're supposed to like, you know, walk around until it hatches, right? Because this is like when we before we actually before I actually learned that you can get a firestone from one of the preschoolers, and because I really wanted a fire type on my team, but the fire types I wanted were like post game. And then when he looked it up, Perrin <laughs> just saw I was like, oh, it's only available in post game. I was like, oh, cool. It's like, well, there is a way you can get another fire type, which I really wanted. If I couldn't get Arcanine for this run, I wanted a. Magmar, because I really fucking like Magmar a lot. And yeah, the, but yeah, Magmar this... is just okay until Gen 4 when it I has care. I want the evolution. <laughs> so I wanted to use him for a little... I wanted him badly, so it was only a small percent chance, so I saved it right before I got the egg. Use my speed up and my emulator to walk up and down real fast, though, so I can hatch. Uh-huh. And the first thing it hatches is a shiny... Is the shiny Clefe Cled yeah. And then he's and I was like, I want this Magmar, I will keep resetting no matter what. It's like well, unless you get a shiny, it's not happening. And of course the first thing that hatched out is the shiny thing's like, Yeah, you're not changing that out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, on accident when I didn't really intention it to, I just got a shiny Clefable. Just just out of the blue. Which then didn't really, can't really do much, because it was like really low level, didn't have anything special, so I just put in the daycare to help level it up a bit. So I just did the speed up thing where I was on a bike going up and down, up and down from the rock to golden rod. And I did a little bit too, I did a little, a little bit too much to where the rest of my Pokemon were like in their 17s, 18s. And then the bat little thing was at like level 27, and I was like, I should probably stop this before it gets too over leveled and doesn't obey me. Yeah. So yeah, we just had to keep giving it haircuts because the thing needs to be fully happy for it evolves. So that's a little bit annoying, but now it's fully yeah. evolved and has a bunch of 
elemental moves. By elemental, it's just a bunch of punches that has different status effects on it. Because apparently it can just learn any status it wants. And then for my sixth and final uh, character, I have the, my Sudo which I named Great Deku. Sudo This thing is he's the slowest fucking thing ever, but he has such good defense. Just really wish Sudo -Woodo. I could, just wish I could increase its speed because I'd make it so much better. Sudo thing was Sudo annoying as hell to catch though. <laughs> Killed like two of my Pokemon <laughs> before I caught show. it. And so far I've been enjoying him. He's a really weird fake tree thing. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Not a great Pokemon though. Well, I'm using I'm taking it to the final team because it's been kicking a lot of things' his ass. Alright. I have a weird setup. And of course you know, my other shiny Pokemon, which I'm pretty sure everyone gets can get yes. is the shiny Gyarados. Now, if I didn't already use Gyarados in my Gen 1 team, I'd probably use it here, but I already went, I already used him in Gen 1. I mean, I... even if you didn't use him in Gen 1, having two water types on your team is not a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, Overall, I already used Gyarados once. team is pretty decent. There are certain Pokemons I still want to try using to bring to the final team, even though it probably wouldn't be a good idea for later Gens. Magmar being one of them. God damn it! That if you, that game. I have to double check this, but definitely try to use. Let me double check where you can get it. Because I want to use Magmar because I was upset that he was not in Pokemon Fire Red on Blaine's team, and I'm upset <laughs> at Blaine because he does not have the right design. I refuse to accept that is that it is his official design. It is not the official design. That is horseshit. He's not a, some stupid-looking old man and scientist. That's bullshit. I ain't buying any of it. Uh-uh. That's not, that's not how Blaine looks like. Nope, nope, nope. Can't convince me otherwise. Because <laughs> the real Blaine, it looks like a weird hippie dude that has long hair and has a gym in the volcano with a magmar, which is the toughest Pokemon, and you can't convince me otherwise. Because that's the best Blaine. It always will be and always has been. That's all I really have to say about uh, Pokemon Crystal so far. I, I wish I could contribute more to this, but I, I, I can't. Because you're bitching, never finished red. Well, I mean, I was I was on a route to finishing red, but... Uh, you never finished red. Don't remind me. But, but Vinny fucked up and lost some files. It's not my fault. <laughs> uh, d um, you can get Magmar... Uh, in Platinum. So when you're doing Gen 4 play Platinum, you'll get Magmar. Good. That's, that's come Because I at least want one fire type throughout the entire series. I want one fire type <laughs> on my team at all times. There are not a lot of fire types in Sinnoh, but you can get Magmar in an area called the Fuego Ironworks. I don't give a shit. I, I, will, I will have a fire. That's the one, that's the one type I want desperately. Throughout my entire playing of all the Pokemon games, I want at least one fire type because it's probably my favorite. <laughs> Either that or dragon type. Um, you can get a dragon type fairly early on in Sinnoh, regardless of the version you're playing. Yeah, I'll just have to see. 
Because from Gen 3 onward, I won't know, like, the Pokemon very well. Because I already have an idea of who I want to use for my uh, starter for Gen 3. Let me put it to you this way. You can get the Dragon-type pseudo-legend for Sinnoh after the second badge. And good luck trying to get those things. Trying to get the legendaries and crystals is going to be a bitch and a half to get anyways. Yep. Are you going for complete Pokedexes, or are you just getting oh, the legendaries? I just want the legendaries, but getting po- complete Pokedexes. <laughs> well, eh, remember, don't, you sh- don't waste your time with doing it in Crystal, because you can't transfer them forward. I didn't, I didn't really want to transfer stuff forward anyways. I'm just saying. It's fair. If I wanted mm-hmm. to get a complete Pokedex, I would rather do it in red. Because that, <laughs> I can, because that way I can just cheat and catch everything with a Master Ball. Yeah, but that's no fun. Yeah, well, that's the way I want to do it. <laughs> I say is I'm probably going to do the exact same thing in my Let's Play when I come back to it. Yeah, that's an, yeah. Be sweet. But I'm not going to have any option in later games when I get yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's the only time you can do it. It's just like, it's a good exploit, so why not use it? But yeah, I just, uh, hopefully I'm looking to aim to end Crystal before I go on vacation. Which I should be able to. Hopefully. Yeah, just see how long it takes. At the very least, the the uh, the first half. I'm pretty close to ending the first half. I only have like I really only have like just a one gym leader left. Yeah, you should almost definitely be able to. Although, how long? Do... It doesn't really take you that long to do the second half. So you may oh, be able to not, finish. So I can easily. Probably finish it by the end of the month if I have a good pace for it. It's just I'll probably be stuck in the middle of three when I have to go on vacation to Texas later. I mean, you could always bring it with you because it's on an emulator. I could. I don't know if I'm bringing my laptop or not or need to. I mean, you probably don't need to bring it, but you can if you want to. Depends on how we plan to record the podcast at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would feel more comfortable using your laptop over Ben's. Because yeah, Ben would be very picky about it. He could, yeah. And, yeah. Plus, his laptop is... Your laptop's better than his, actually. His is his actually is pretty crap now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all I really have to say. Just, uh... The only thing I know about Gen 3 is who I want my starter to be, and that's it. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, well, I used I used fire in the first one, I used water in the second one, and I'm going to use grass in the third one. So I'm using ah. Trico. Okay. Because I really like the way his uh, final evolution looks. Yeah. I wish I could have contributed cool. more to the Pokemon talk. But you're a bitch. But I apologize. No, so it's not fine. that I was uninterested, it's that I just can't contribute. So when are we doing X and Y, Jordan? Um, Sometime. You're going to stall maybe. out until I get there in my Catch Them All series. Aren't you? I'm sure. I'm glad you've been enjoying your Pokemans. I'm finally getting into it. Now, Vag, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah. So the other day, me and a couple of friends decided to play a little bit of Majora's Mask Randomizer. And it's hard. <laughs> Just because there's so much more things to do in Majora's Mask and so many more heart pieces. There's like 50-something heart pieces in that game. So, 
it's harder to get the stuff that you're looking for. Thankfully, we got decently lucky. We got two big things early on, the hookshot and the fierce deity mask. Um, in the randomizer, you can use the fierce deity mask anywhere. So that made certain things a lot easier, like the uh, vulture that can steal your stuff in Termina Field. It doesn't take <laughs> long for the fierce deity to kill that. Yeah, that's a lot of money too. And that is with base wallet, instant full wallet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and there are sort of sequence breaks you can do with it. Um, you can a lot easier get to the Deku Palace. You can climb up over the edge and get past the rock to the ranch before it's broken. And obviously you'll have it right away for fighting bosses when you get to it. So once you uh once you've played it, you'll realize how hard it can be. Uh we played o- over on Twitch until all of us decided yeah, I'm I've run out of things I could think of to check. <laughs> and thankfully, I lasted the longest because I remember too much about this game. <laughs> That's good though. It, it's kind of like what the early days of Ocarina of Time randomizer. It, you just got fucked. Yeah. The algorithm hasn't been, you know, mastered yet. Or not even mastered, but just hasn't been improved upon yet. Right. Uh, to prevent that. With Ocarina of Time randomizer, it, it's, the algorithm's been worked on so much. It's pretty easy to avoid getting stuck. Like. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, hell, I was able to do a full playthrough with Chris, so zero problems. Like, it, we had to go and backtrack and all that horse shit. You know, you get stuck, but you we were able every single time to find a solution one way or another. Yeah. So it wound up working out fine. And we wound up just about 100%ing it. We missed, like, two heart containers, I think, or four. Four total heart pieces. Yeah. So, so yeah. But yeah, um, and then also it just came out <laughs> the day before we recorded this. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Uh, I've played a decent amount of the game, and I've spent a lot of time with my stepdad watching him play when I was younger. So that game is like a bit sentimental to me. So I'm very happy that it finally got some love from Square and got a, the same remaster treatment that 7, 9... 10 and 10 2 got and I picked that up and I'm excited <laughs> I haven't gotten very far I just finished the seed exam at the um at Dalit and uh I did get the optional GF and it is it looks fucking amazing I, I don't know why it's still relegated to a 4 by 3 aspect ratio but it doesn't bother me, and you don't exactly notice it most of the time. That's that's actually really weird. If it's re if it's been remastered, how's it remastered? If it's in four by three, I don't know that's why. Re- it are you does... sure it's not your TV or something? Or no, I'm playing Switch handheld. Huh. Like I that's really I know bizarre. they were doing that with the cutscenes. I didn't know all gameplay was going to be like that. But I, it hasn't bothered me at all. Maybe because I've only, I've always played the original, so I'm just used to it. But it looks and plays really well. 
So I'm excited. I'm happy I got it. And I'm going to be playing a lot of that in the coming weeks. <laughs> but uh, Apparently the, the original had a 16 by 9 option on Steam on PC or whatever. Well, yeah, that's PC, the, though. The remaster. Yeah, but still, like, that's weird. It doesn't bother me, so whatever. Regardless, it's good that you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm the exact demographic that this remaster is made for. <laughs> yeah, nostalgic, you know, grab-ins. <sighs> anyway, that's it for me. All right. Well... I guess that wraps things up for this week's episode of the Nakatesco Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, you can find me at Jazawatone. You can find Ben at VidSigma. You can find Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs. You can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And if you would like to follow the official Twitter for the Nakatesco Podcast, it is at Nakatesicast, and that is spelled L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. DMs are open. Feel free to slide in, shoot some suggestions and whatnot. And uh, we hope to see you guys next week.